how's it going everyone so in this one today i mean laura wanted to get together and wanted to talk about our journey towards going off grid and everything else in between that over the last few months we've kind of stumbled upon and, and sort of been experiencing there's been a lot going on from visiting off-grid communities to kind of like looking at and purchasing our own land so we've there's a lot of deep introspection a lot of trigger points come up for us but before we dive into it we just me and laura just wanted to slightly speak about uh, the up-and-coming mastermind group that we've set up for like-minded souls and people to get together so we can all kind of hang out and dive deep down the rabbit hole you know and be open to wherever truth takes us um you know we're gonna be really it's gonna be a thing where every single every twice a month we're gonna be getting together in a video call like setting and we're gonna really try and cultivate and create a, a group of really like you know create a close group of people where we can really cultivate something really special and beautiful and we're only going to be opening this up at the right times uh, to new energies so c currently the we, the date that we set for the group to close is on the 13th and we're going to be actually keeping the group in continuity astrologically as well so we're going to actually start the group on the around the 20th of march it's going to be i'm um, sorry the 20th of february no, 21st of March. Sorry. No, 20th of March. 20, sorry, for my the mistake. Spring equinox. Yeah, so for the spring equinox. So the 20th of March, we're going to be, around that time, we're going to be opening up the group. So we're going to keep it in continuity with the astrological um, the astrological movements. And we feel that the reason why we're doing that for us is because we feel like it's the right time to, it's the birth of something new, you know, it's the right time to be doing something like this. And um, so it's going to be a really cool thing. So if you're interested in it, uh, there's a link in the description. Um, and you'll messages or message Laura and you'll figure out how to get in and get involved in any way but we're going to be keeping it to a limited number and it's going to be not open for a long time so if you want to get around this time I'd, uh, it's, that was the time you know yeah, um, so we want to talk about our journey through off-grid our off-grid journey and everything else that's gone on really because there's a lot there's a lot yeah. been going on so, so I would say um so over the last few over the last few months, um, as I've mentioned in few other podcasts, me and Laura's mentioned that, you know, a lot's been going on in our lives. We've kind of things have been moving so quick in terms of like the energy in our own lives that's been speeding up and things have been changing that we haven't really kind of like had a a proper opportunity to really sit down and you know digest and speak about some of the lessons that we've learned so that you know other people can kind of learn from them. And also at the same time, I know our introspection is going to be very valuable on the topic of, you know, off-grid living, especially with everything that's going on in the world now in terms of like, you know, the, the, we all see the dynamic that's playing out. There's a huge shift that's happening where people are moving more into holistic ways of living, more conscientious. And, you know, we've like, obviously this has been an, inside of, this has like played a fundamental role in our lives, like this kind of feeling and mean you to move towards something that's more sustainable you know we're um kind of you know we're where we um you know basically where we're not easy to control by other forces outside of ourselves and other forces outside of ourselves can't dictate the rhythms of our lives especially which with what's gone on over the last few years mm -hmm. so it's been something that we've been aware of and been moving towards in our own lives for the for the last few for the few years um and i'll just probably speak from my journey as well and we'll obviously both jump in but like from my perspective this is something that i've kind of you know i remember when like um and i i, I don't i, I want to say as well that we just mean laura is just going to give our perspective on this it's not like something that 
we're not saying that this is what you have to do to be spiritual you know this is not what you have to do to kind of like to to ascend or or evolve or or become an enlightened master or whatever you know you can become a enlightened master working a nine to five job you know i've met more enlightened masters working i've met more enlightened binmen than i've met enlightened yogis you know <laughs> um and i not and i really mean that um you know some of the some of the greatest spiritual teachers the ones who were like who were who are who are on the like in the right places and they were speaking to the masses and got all the followers you know are actually less enlightened than the bin man who who or the milk man who delivers me milk every week <laughs> <laughs> your dad i mean <laughs> but anyway um so what what we're just going to share is we're going to just share our journey to this and this is something that our journey is is like led us to and i i think when you always what i what i found in my journey and i know this is the same for laura and i'll let her speak in a minute but what i found is that the more that you kind of like start evolving yourself in terms of spirituality you start you know stumbling into many different topics like you look at health you start understand how to move your body um you know you start looking at conspiracies and it so on and so on and so on you know and i feel like f- for me on my journey one of the things that i knew that was in the back of my mind in terms of like taking back my own sovereignty because that's what we're doing when you when you're working on yourself and spirituality you're working towards taking back your own sovereignty from many different angles and for one of them for me that was always in the back of my mind was to take my full sovereignty i i, th- I feel like i need to move into a place where I've got my fundamentals that's required for for my for human life for for me and Laura to be in my hands, you know, no one else's hands. And I think that's been uh, I think a lot of the conspiracy theorists and also a lot of the people in this community have been rectified a lot, especially over the last two years of what's going on, on this planet. You know, people who like have been living this way were kind of laughed at you know like they said that why would you be living uncivilized like that why would you be drinking well water why would you be um shitting in a bucket you know why would you be kind of growing your own foods when you can just go to the supermarket but i think we've all been rectified a lot of why that is important and why we need to move back to that place so in our lives me and laura feel like we need to move back to that place and we've been like on my journey i've been like removing a lot of different uh chains i've been um i've been balancing my life in a way where i'm i'm a lot more easy to serve you know like i've been practicing kind of like minimalism i've been practicing like um going away in a weekend in a van can i do it can i live in a van you know like can i live in a small tiny space can i start minimalizing the things that i have like i don't need two cars i don't need three cars i don't need to have all these different like um flashy things can i like kind of minimalize my life and over the last few years that's what i've over the last probably seven years i've been doing so you know i've been uh, anal- uh, changing my life in a way that i can transition over in this um so i'll let you add you what you got out of that yeah pretty much it's just what you were saying um i think for me kind of the journey and wanting to move off grid came from kind of doing trauma work and kind of realizing that yeah the more dependent you are on somebody like in childhood we're all dependent on our parents the more sort of controlled you are and as I started like doing more shadow work and releasing those sort of grips I had and emotional wounds, you kind of realize that that applies to the, on the micro level in your childhood, but also on the macro level to society in general, like a job that you have, the more dependent you are on your job, the more control the job has over you. The government, the more dependent you are on it, on a government handout, the more dependent you are on the, um, the government, the more the government can control you. So just for me, it was just kind of, realizing that I wanted to be free from control and 
I think the way to do that is to just take sovereignty over yourself like you're saying and it really started for me when I started watching Owen Benjamin uh, about four maybe five years ago now I can't remember when but um, he was the first guy I really saw that was uh, living off grid and talking about all this sort of stuff and that was the person that kind of made me realize that I do want to I want to be more self-sufficient I want to take my life into my own like make my life my responsibility and not kind of externalize and blame the government for things that they're doing when I've got I've got <laughs> I've got the control within me to actually change my reality yeah I think we've seen like because I think what, what the reaction that we've seen in a lot of people I think it's forced a lot of people to do this but I feel like from my own perspective what I've seen is that you know we've seen like a lot of um public figures public people kind of um, you know, speak truth over the last few months, um, not not just the last couple of years, um, and you know, even this goes for my own. This goes for um, for for my own content as well. Like, I was doing like, I was driving for like seven or eight hours doing a podcast, and seven hours one way, and then driving seven hours back the other way, spending my own money, um, and like you know, creatively like, creatively like using my creative energy to to spread a positive message. And then I would come back, I would launch the podcast and I would find that my podcast had been deleted, you know, by YouTube because of censorship um, for freedom of speech, you know. And I would spend energy doing a creative post or a blog post or whatever it may be, you know, uh, spreading my creativity in a certain way and it would be tucked down and censored. And I started to also realise that if someone can do this, like if someone can take away which you can, they can, they can take away your livelihood, they can take away your income, which happened to me as well. I was making money online and they took away my income for, for spreading truth. Then what else can they do, you know? So this is where I started like analyzing and thinking bigger, you know, like how can I take back my power from every single angle? You know, I never want to be in a position where I have to take something or do something that's against my truth to, to operate or even just to eat food or even just to have a roof over my head or even just to drink water. You know, and I think that this is the extent that I kind of, that I wanted to, to go to and to kind of analyze, you know, being control of not, I'm not saying the word in control because one of the things in spirituality, you, you've got to relinquish control to the universe and to God. But what I mean is, is like physical forces outside of myself in terms of like the system controlling me and telling and dictating the rhythms of my life, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think it. What I've been kind of trying to do recently is trying to flip my mindset and just saying like, thank you Babylon for having me and like guiding me and well not yeah. guiding me but like kind of being there for, to support me while I'm still dependent kind of thing. It's, it's I don't want to feel like I'm ungrateful for the system because like the system has you know it provides us with food that because we don't have any skills. I know, I know we can say that where it's been set up in a way that we're we're not taught these things, but. We're not taught them for a reason because obviously you've got to feed the system, but it's still there to support you while you're st- while you're out there like learning how to be more self sufficient. So I'm kind of trying to change the narrative in my head, like thank you for supporting me while I'm still while I'm still kind of in that this transitional phase. Yeah, definitely. One thing I noticed as well, like especially as a reaction, what's everything's going on in the world now? You know, you've got like so many people who are kind of like, you know, the um everyone's begging and pleading to mommy and daddy the government to kind of like sort it out for you and do do it for you you know like please mommy and daddy give me my freedom back and you know while all all that's old and good you know like it's good voice in your opinions but at the same time you have to ask yourself like on a practical level what where you really take an action you know where, where you really where you really put in your energy you know like it's all it's all good and well kind of like 
begging and pleading to mommy and daddy but most 99.9 percent .9 of the rest of the time you should be putting your energy in places that are actually you taking your sovereignty back yourself mm -hmm. um, and that goes for like looking up on your laws it goes up for um understanding human language it goes for working on your emotions on your traumas but also one of them big fundamentals in my opinion is you taking back um, your sovereign right of water food and shelter and um and i think in, if you can get to a position where you can do that i think the others that can be the foundation to to allow you to to completely live through a lens of truth and that's 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 where that's where i'm at you know and i see a lot of people in the world who are who were like a talking, you know, like a, and a talking the, the talk, and telling, ask, seeing what's wrong with the world. You know, we have so many people tell, seeing what, seeing what's wrong with the world, but not many people are taking action. You know, that's why I always said, like, people used to always ask me in the podcast, like, oh, who's the most kind of like dangerous person you've had in the podcast of the system? And everyone's like, oh, it's David Ike, it's David Ike. And I was like, no, 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 not David Ike. I was like, David Ike serves a role and he's doing a good thing, but he's not the most dangerous because he's not actually telling you how to take action. You know, he's not physically leading the way in terms of like really taking away the power from the system, you know? Like the people, the most um, the most kind of um, most dangerous people I've met in society are the ones are the guys who were who were teaching people how to grow foods you know like the t the people who are teaching you how to use certain tools um how to do woodwork and stuff like that so like there is there's obviously many different battles that's going on there's many different angles to the awakening but I think fundamentally one of them is that people taking back their putting their energy into something that that the power's in their hands and that's why I wanted to move into that for anyway yeah i think there's a lot of work to do but we're, you know we're, we're still obviously very early we're not speaking like we've already done this you oh, know yeah. like but i'm just saying that this is the this is the passion that's that this is the fire that's behind us you know mm -hmm, behind definitely. us and i think that's what kind of led us to go to visit the Africa community pineal foundation yeah because we want to speak about them too as well yeah so like when we went to go visit them it was really inspiring to just see people like how what a community can look like from the ground up and how they how like even how the the kind of talk and and speak using the same language because they're breaking word spells like they don't say good morning they all say grand rising and they don't call the kid the children kids and um, they call them the futures or little pin the little like little pineals in portuguese which i thought was really good um to call your children the futures because that's what they are and it was just really inspiring to see how they kind of are doing things and and running things and we felt out a lot when we were there it's just um i don't know what if you want to say a lot but anymore yeah i've got loads to say on it <laughs> like i've got so much to say i've got so much to say because over the last few over the last few uh, weeks and months i kind of we well, haven't really had the opportunity to kind of dive into this and you know there was a lot of um emotions that came to the surface when yeah. we visited the off-grid community that needed to be first of all we needed to digest and work on and um you know kind of bridge the gap with inside of us ourselves before we kind of spoke about it but you know like for such a long time I've, I've, I've visited a lot of self-sustainable communities and I've always kind of went in there and and really it's hard to explain but when you go into these places it, it's not like a, um it's like a signature it leaves in your soul it's like it's not just like an ex like you know you can watch like off-grid videos on tv and on, on online and you can see people living more harmonious but it's only when you kind of like take your own physical vessel into them places and it's like it leaves an energy energy signature that doesn't have that never leaves you and it like you know it leaves a the only way i can leave it leaves like a like a like a good if it was a good scar it leaves like a good scar on your soul and um it kind of like starts like um 
it remove starts removing a lot of like the limitations the propaganda and the bullshit that that we've like that's come before us you know and that's still here on the planet now so i visited quite a lot but when we went to pioneer like this was something that was always on my mind and um at the time as well like when um when i went through the spiritual attack as well um there was like a, there was a calling inside of me that wanted to get a pineal to like kind of to to because i knew they were on the same level as us you know they were like they were working on the emotions they were like doing all the same similar stuff what we're doing and they really are and um, they're working on some really great stuff and so we were kind of just wanted to go on a journey and our you know like the universe was kind of leading us towards this you know like from a, um from a world perspective with everything that was going on and i'm not going to say the world word because it gets censored but everyone knows what's going on you know like from a um, like a legal perspective like in the world like like the border kind of opened up like you know the universe paved away physically so that we could travel across the borders you know without having to do any of the the bullshit you know so like the universe opened it's it's up for us so that we could go in the van and we could travel across the borders and get into go go and visit pioneer and so we obviously went and visited them um and there was obviously kind of a lot of as you know like if you go to any single situation like there's always a lot of especially when you're an empath you know like there's always a lot that comes with that you know like as you all know like for example um i went out last night and laura went out last night as well with her family and i went out with my family and um like laura met some of her family and i met some of mine and it's like empathically like as you all know when you kind of like haven't been going out for such a long time and you you go into a group of people how kind of emotionally drained it can be how much like tension you hold in your body how much like trauma comes up so it was very similar to that you know like we'd um and also bear in mind is me and laura being kind of kind of by ourselves as well for such a long period of time just me and laura in the van i think the last time we were with a group of people was at the retreat um so we kind of like we're like thrust into this kind of off-grid community and there's like quite a there's quite a lot of them as well and um like by god did they thrust us into that community as well like because yeah. literally like you you described it best like i mean you jump in now and you might be described the best the way you put it when we're going in and like we came in like to the the main area and the uh, all of the community just like got their robes that day that was like yeah, they're right. all starting to dress like dressed in the same garments and they were all really excited to be dressing in the same clothes and we just got we we're in there and there was about 20 20 people in the kitchen and they're all just like smiling and giving us hugs and stuff and it was just um it was really nice everyone had a lovely energy it was, it was just basically like the like they were turned up and they like kind of and we were the only two people like they were doing like an event basically oh yeah um, it was for the um and we the winter were the, solstice. yeah for the winter solstice and we were the, actually the only two people who turned up so everyone else was kind of so we all there was already kind of a lot of energy on us you mm-hmm. know um, we were like the fresh meat kind of thing. Yeah, we were the only guests that that had yeah. attended. But it was like kind of like the it was like kind of like they give us everything that they had, you know, in that one day. So yeah. it was like a lot, you know. Yeah. And when you're lot. empathic, you can feel a lot, you know. <laughs> yeah. So it was like um, we're like like the the media was there that hired the media to kind of um to document this winter solstice event. So we all went up and sang um, up to the top of the land where they had like flagpoles for the kingdom of Pineal. And we also like got little bits of paper. It was raining and we're just standing there. Me and Dan are at the back just singing the Pineal national anthem. <laughs> and we're just like, it was like so intense because we'd been so isolated by ourselves and we're thrust into this environment where it's quite high, in- energy. high energy and intense and everyone's excited. And um, it was it was a really good experience. Just um, that, that day was very intense, but... A good a good insight into how they operate as a community and they would put on they were like they had their own they'd, the family's Chris has their own choir so called the Pinero family 
And so they give us a performance, which was really cool. Um, the fed us. Fed us, really. Like, they fed us the whole time we were there, which was really nice. The family cooks together. And um, they did, like, a, a ceremony on the, the first night for the winter solstice with them. Well, they set torches and put them in and with said really beautiful intentions. So it was it was a really good experience. It was just... um. Like we were just like deers and headlights. We're like, what's going on? It's so different to what we're used to. But um, yeah, it was it was good. And for us, it just like our energies were kind of just up up and down kind of thing because you know it was a lot to kind of yeah. a lot to take in. So we just kind of the first night we got the van, we're like, this is scary. <laughs> this is uh, this is so alien to what we what we're actually used to to be in the community. And there was so much love there for each other, and it was just. Uh, very different to kind of being like in Babylon but like we haven't we hadn't even been in Babylon so even like living off grid in the van it was so alien from that as well yeah which is that was that's an interesting point to make yeah so like I know we've been kind of separate we're kind of disconnecting ourselves from the system we're in this transitory phase when we're like we're kind of semi off grid already in the van and even us the leap was still, still massive and it was still it was still a, a, a really big leap going into that community so for us, our energy was a bit up and down, and we're kind of like, "Is this trauma?" <laughs> like we we're just like working through a lot of traumas and it's triggers, so fast. yeah, that were coming up. It was very healing, um, and it was just, it was a really good experience. I have nothing really negative to say about it. It was just like you know, everything, everything kind of hits your soul in different ways and brings up different wounds about unworthiness and all that sort of stuff. But it was, it was. It was an experience that definitely broadened our aperture of what's possible and what kind of we can do moving forward for in our lives. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, not really well put. Like I remember when um, because empathically, like I've been like obviously really like developing them, that side of myself. And I remember when I walked into the kitchen, and like the kids, I were kind of like all in the garments and they kind of like turned like they were all kind of you know like approached us and they were just like. They were just like pure, it was like loads, just pure love, you know, it was like, like I just couldn't, I just broke down crying. I remember like the first second I seen them, I just started crying because I could like feel empathically, I could feel all the love, like just un, unconditional, like non-judgmental love. And I find like, um, you know, it's interesting because when you see like, you know, there's a lot of propaganda around like off-grid communities. And even we had this like from our family and stuff, you know, like people are always are easy to speak about something but not actually looking at their own, like look, not looking at their own life, you know, before they even speak or even analyzing their own behaviors or their patterns. Because we had like a lot of like, um, like um, traumas coming from our family and stuff saying like, oh, they're a cult, you know, things like that. But they weren't even, they weren't there, you know, like they weren't there, you know. Yeah. Just like the same propaganda that we've been getting on, on us now by people around us because we've got our own piece of land now, you know, like, like, oh, how can you do that? Can you, are you sure you can do it? And like it's interesting because in the last week in the comments people were also saying the same thing there was a lot of there was a lot of um, yeah. emotions coming from a lot of people putting a lot of their own programming on us saying oh, I wouldn't do that you can't do it by yourself you, you know you can't do go off grid it's you can't impossible. go off grid it's impossible but we you know we'll 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 find out we'll see that's that's the beauty of life that is that well we'll find out you know we're gonna find out so mm -hmm. we're doing it so we're gonna we're gonna see what goes down and then you'll be able to see the journey too as well because we're actually gonna that's we're gonna video it as well we're gonna put it on should we give the channel name out yeah, yeah. well well let's do it on this video like so that so the channel is going to be called we're going to call it the origin homestead and um it's going to be the start of our off-grid journey and we're gonna 
there'll be uh, I'll link the channel below this as well and there'll be a description in as well if you want to there's no videos on this yet but um you know we've re we have recorded some stuff um but in the future if you subscribe to that channel there'll be be content coming we're on Instagram as well yeah, the origin homestead yeah so this will be something that'll be coming up in the future but anyway um I forgot what I was saying now yeah, what was I saying? About uh, kind of we're going in at raw, documenting the process. Um, we don't know how it's going to turn out. We're just going to be honest about. Yeah, it. yeah. So what I was going to say, like, there's a lot of pro uh, propaganda and programming around. You know, the word cult. You know, like, but the word cult, it just means to culture something. You know, like, yeah, yeah, to cultivate. Yeah, to cultivate. Yeah, and obviously, you know, um, culture itself is a cult. You know, so it's like, <laughs> so it's like there's a lot of word magic and word spells that's played to give you a certain perspective of of how things look and people are always quick to judge especially when it comes to the online world world people are always quick to judge someone's character or someone's identity and they don't even really know them you know like sometimes when like when i do this podcast or even for example like a an off-grid community like pioneer whatever who it is there's loads of off-grid communities especially in portugal there's loads doing really good stuff and um you know people are easy to judge that community but they're only seeing one percent they're only seeing two percent you know, like, for example, you only see, realistically, like, you only see in probably 10% of me on the podcast, you know, there's there's another 90% that 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 you just can't even get across, you know, like, there's, there's so much more to, to every single human being than just what you see on here, you know, mm -hmm. um, we, we're, we're, we're multifaceted human beings, you know, yeah. and... Um, so to kind of label things as is is a cult is is very weak in my opinion. You know, it's mm -hmm. it's it's it, it in a way people do that. I feel because it's it's easy to do that. It's like people are easy to label something like someone label someone. Oh, he's a conspiracy theorist. Oh, he's this. He's that. He's that. Because it's easier to do that than actually think. You know, it's easier mm -hmm. to do that and actually do the work and do the research yourself. So yeah. that's what I find. So anyway, like there's obviously there was a and there was also that we had to work through that programming too when we went to the Pioneer, you know, like we had that programming, you know, like fuck, are they going to burn us on a stake? <laughs> you know, like these are the thoughts that kind of come up in your mind. This is how deep the programming goes, you know, like yeah. oh shit, they're going to they're having a fire ceremony tonight. Are we them? Are we them? Are we the meal? <laughs> it's like if they wear their own clothes, it's fine. But if they all dare to wear the same thing, then they're dangerous. Yeah, they're that was the kind of thing that comes up. It's just so ridiculous. The things that get programmed in your head. But it's just obviously just healing and feeling through all those things because, you know, we, we did speak about this with uh, Martin, didn't we? Yeah. Agua. And, um, you know, he, he he put it really beautifully, like why why they're doing certain things. And it was just very, very rational, very, you know, there was a there was a real meaning behind it and you yeah. felt that from him. And I think it's like you were saying before, it's just people love to put judgments on something and make them separate from make them separate from you you put you categorize someone in a, in a little box and make them different from you so that you don't have to look at it you don't have to analyze it but it, the more brave thing to do is to kind of question it and look at it and see how it applies to you and and heal that program and yeah i don't know where i was going with that but yeah um i thought it was i thought it was really good from what pioneer yeah definitely and one thing i've always noticed as well like you can always tell a lot by children um you know, we live in a world where, you know, we're all children at one point and you've seen the work that we've had to come through and the traumas and the things that we've had there, and we're still unshackling. Uh, but what I found, what I thought was really interesting is you can tell a lot by children. I found that they were the most, most loving and most advanced children that I've actually ever met in my life, yeah. which is really interesting to me. So that says a lot about the community too as well. Uh, you know, you can tell a lot by children, you know, and they were very they were very kind of um you know they were beautiful yeah beautiful they just souls. had us they had us like straight away like just took us to, to play on the trampoline with them so yeah. that was really nice and they just 
there's something about children that just make you feel dead welcome like children were just like just getting us involved in the games and just wanting us to play like with them in the games and it was just really nice just like you know you know when you're a child you you don't find it hard to make friends you just kind of accept everybody and it was just it felt like that again it was just really sweet well the, the thing is as well which i, I think is really important what i've started to understand i mean this is this same for many everyone has a different energetic signature but um but what but what i've found is that like um uh, when in in life like when especially with adults like Adults can be, from a spiritual perspective, adults are, e- are easier overcloaked by spirits, like through emotional wounds, through addictions and things like that. But what's interesting about children is that children are, are of a pure consciousness up to a certain age, like because they haven't had much programming on them. So if you can protect the children and you can like really um, catch them in a certain way that's, that, that sort of, um, that doesn't put a lot of them, put a lot of that bullshit on them, they can turn out to be very special you know like we're all going to be eventually going to become that come to that place but if you can get a like a jump start you know like to kind of and i know this is a work in progress for humanity you know because we're still work all of us are still working on our traumas just like pioneer were all still working on their traumas and they were open to that but they were catching the children in a certain way that was giving them the best opportunity to to really express their gifts truly and um, I know a lot of us haven't really had that opportunity. We've just kind of stumbled and stumbled in this position now. And um, I don't know what I was going to say now. I've lost my train of thought. But basically, what I'm trying to say is that there's a there's a there's a lot can be done on the planet if we are kind of protect protecting the children. You know, mm. if we're not doing it for ourselves, do it for the children. You know. And also, what I found is like um, like I said before, a lot of kind of um, there's a lot of manipulation and influence can be can be, can be operated through adults but children that can't happen and that what i've found from an empathic level when i go into environments children are so important for balancing the energies for balancing the dominant energies you know like there's a lot of masculine dominant energies and there's also a lot of feminine dominant energies but children like the you know the they're just it you know like the purely balanced you know like and it's hard to explain but you can walk into a room and children can kind of balance that energy and bring harmony to an environment which may not have harmony you know because it's in they're not even trying they're just oozing this essence this like this beautiful essence you know you can the best way i can describe this is sometimes like if you are empathic and um you can kind of feel people's energies like for example like if you're in a room with like a lot of dominant masculines for example then a feminine walks in you can feel her energy more subtle and more relaxed and more calm and you know like the motherly energy so there is like an energy dynamic that on this planet where people have different energetic signatures that are required for different moments you know the masculines are required for certain moments the feminines are required for certain moments but children are just always it you know mm-hmm. so i thought that was an observation that i made when i was there um, anything you want to add to that? No, I think you, you put that beautifully. But what I was going to say is like, so when we were at the community, you know, like a lot of conditioning was coming up, and like, um, like for example, Laura was like sick as well. Like you, you even like puked up, didn't you? There was times where like kind of because we were like, um, you know, there was a lot going on. When we were like really heavily considering like, like you know, being a part of this community, like right now in our lives. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not, we're not even like. We're not even the beauty thing about beautiful thing about life is that we're not closing the door to pioneer. You know, we're yeah. not we're not doing that. Like we're going to describe what we're doing in 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 the future, like very soon in this podcast. But it's kind of like when we when we went there, we kind of we had so many 
you know, we're, we're in this position in our lives where there was there's a lot going on in the world, you know, like there's a lot, as we all know, we can see how things were moving in terms of like restrictions and um, control and stuff like that. And we kind of like, we're trying to move very fastly in terms of like trying to get ourselves in a position where, we, you know, we don't want to take a certain thing to be, to live a certain way or do anything, you know, like take the spice, for example. So we were trying to like really explore our options as fast as we could because we had, we had kind of um, ideas to, you know, we to go traveling in the van and see the world and connect with people all around but the current situation in the world is really kind of like it's it's lit a fire within us both to change our lives in a certain way you know like now is the time we can't sit around no longer you know the universe has presented itself an opportunity for me and laura and our journeys to um to change our life in a way where so that we can never ever be in this position that we've been in over the last two years in our lives you know, even though we haven't really changed anything, but where we don't have to wear a mask to do something or we don't have to do anything, you know, like if we've got ourselves sorted, we don't have to do nothing. So we were kind of like, um, so that kind of really like lit a fire underneath us to start, you know, really getting this going. And that's why one of the things when we were a pioneer, we're like really, we had this like three month period as well, because to describe this process is like, in the, for example, in from a UK citizen in Europe, you can only be in that country for three months, right? So from a legal perspective, we had this very small window where where there was so much going on in the world, so many emotions were coming up. And also, like, from a legal perspective, we were, like, really, like, weighing up a lot of options. Do we, like, join Pineal? And, like, do we, um, are we going to, because if we do, we're going to be legal, so we're not going to be able to ever fly anywhere else again. Mm -hmm. uh, like, currently, right now, with the current system, we're not. Um, you know, we're never going to see our family. Um you know, we're never going to be able to possibly make any money, you know, ever again, because we're going to, we no, basically, we're not going to have a bank account or anything, you know, like, so it's yeah. not just like black and plain black and white, you know, for us. For like it was a lot of big decisions moving into this because, yeah, because we, we, that we were kind of the mindset that we were in, and it's obviously changed a little bit now because we've given time to soothe, but the mindset we were in, we, we felt like our path was telling us that this decision we have to make now it's this decision or we or we or we do the decision what we're doing now and then we we have to take the risk and come back into babylon and see what happens so we were really like in this point in our lives where we were really considering like this is it we're in here you know this is what we're, we're doing like <laughs> we're completely escaping the matrix you know and you know that opportunity still there that that we have life still there but we just felt like we wanted to tr we felt after it, yeah. after taking time to soothe them parts of ourselves and take ourselves away from that place um, and give ourselves our own energy, we felt like, you know, we felt like there was things that we could do differently. I'm not saying they're doing anything wrong because they, they're doing it right because that's the doing it, you know, they're living it. But we just felt like, for me and Laura, we can, we, you know, we kind of have, we kind of have, all right, I'm going to speak from this, like, because I want to speak about this later on, but now I'm on the, on the topic. One of the reasons why we kind of didn't join them for is because, and there's many there's many different reasons why, because we, we didn't want to make a rash decision. We're not saying that we're not going to join them. It could elevate in the future and we could connect with them. But me and Laura feel like, you know, we can do something like this ourselves, you know? Like we can, we have the we have the creative energy to create a community ourselves, you know, to, to a certain degree. And it's not necessarily like that, because what way I feel in the world is that, that, you know, Pineal are doing their thing, which is amazing, and I'm going to do everything in my power to help them and support them, right? But there is also going to be many communities, 
you know there's not just one community there's not just two communities there's going to be lots of communities there's going to be lots of different things that's going on coming up in the future and i feel like that we're not ever going to cut the bridge with pioneer because they're doing amazing stuff and they really are they are the my opinion they are really setting the frontier that what i've witnessed and what's going on in the world but we feel like we have the creative energy to also create something unique from us too as well that's going to be that's going to bring another element to this thing that's happening on the planet and what's going on definitely and i think one of the one of the main reasons why we didn't really join them there and when then was because after we came away and like over the christmas period and and like talked it through with some friends it was um kind of realized it was quite an extreme decision to like just decide to join that community at that time because it would have meant like like you said before that we wouldn't be able to we'll be staying in portugal illegally um which we wouldn't want to do because if we ever left portugal would you we would get fined and we wouldn't be allowed in for a certain in europe for a certain amount of months or however long the kind of fine and entailed or whatever and then it meant like we're not being able to go back and see family if anyone got ill and stuff like that and we knew like we knew that obviously if you had to take the spice we wouldn't be able to do that anyway and we'd had loads of conversations about that but for us it just felt like it was too much of a, a drastic decision to make at that right moment there and then, right yeah. there and then we just kind of feel like we needed we needed somewhere that was more of a middle road for us somewhere where we could kind of call out call out like a bit of land our own and kind of do the do it legally through the loop like do it legally so we can kind of go in and out of babylon and while we're still transitioning and still see family and stuff so that was the main reason why we didn't uh why why we didn't kind of join pineal when we spent we all met up with our friends dan and jamie we spent like hours like just sitting like talking it through with them yeah they were just like listening they were just like listening to us <laughs> we all just, the time yeah, we, we really just, held like, this rambling yeah we were just rambling like um about everything that was on our mind if we were going to join or not and they were just kind of held a lot of space for us to kind of make the decision like okay um buying our land is the best option for us at the moment yeah so thanks dan and jamie out there if you're listening cause i know yeah. you've listened so we had many nights under the stars having fires where he's actually really helped us. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> big love. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't remember what I was going to say now. I lost my trailer for But yeah, it's like, it was a really big decision, you know, and we didn't want to also, what's really important to understand is that, you know, in life, you, you never, you should never make decisions like, just like hesitancy, you know, like just quick as you can because that's when you make mistakes, you know. And also, I'd, it's like, there's so many emotions. We're working on so many different stuff in our lives and there's so many physical stuff going on there's so many metaphysical stuff going on that we didn't want to just kind of like haphazardly make a decision that could be based out of fear or something you know that's maybe out of balance and we took a lot of time to sit with ourselves feel things out and you know see what the reaction was but what what was interesting to me as well is like um, I just wanted to say this that you know like we even thought about like things like and we're still you know this is still on the cards for us in the future and we're still manifesting it but you know like to to when when someone says to you like you know has creates this idea of like utopia or creates this idea of of like you know having an off-grid community for example you know in like even i was challenged by the perspective of like seeing what was going on in pioneer you know like what the level that they were at and you know like 
the level of like you know completely rewriting the script of what it is to be a human you know like the language you use like how you operate through the legal system you know you no longer have got a passport you're no longer like you're not even having babies tied at the grid to the system you know and we have to we had to think about all of this you know like like what happens if you have an emergency you know like mm-hmm. and these are big things it's, it sounds really like clear cut i mean it, it is clear cut in my heart you know like where well, we just get on with it it's just part of life what hunter gatherers do you know but when you really like face with these questions, like really like in a, in a especially in a in a an intense period like we were in, it's a lot to take in, you know, like you really need to have a lot to think about. And there's so much like you know, for us like it even like for me it was like some of that stuff was actually easy. Like I'm gonna be honest. Like some of that stuff for me was actually the easy part of it. Like there was times where I was like, Right, I'm ready to jack it in, you know, I'm ready to like burn all my money, you know, I'm ready to like to to burn everything I've got and just kind of like go guns blazing you know i'm ready to to snip up my passport i'm ready to do do it all but what was actually harder for me was from an empathic level being in a community of a large group of people you know that like in a in a that in a group of people that only had a few days to feel out mm-hmm. because empathically like i had to ask myself the question like could i lick am i actually suited right now as i'm still developing to go into a large group of people where i'm i'm being hit by many different things you know um and it was uh there was just I'm, what we're trying to do here is like this there's more that we're not even going to be able to speak about right because it's such a big one but we're just trying to let you in, in in a sense that you can start you know forming an identity of what you want in your life you know because this is you know i, I do yeah. feel like that um what's coming on this planet is that i, I still feel like there is going to be that we are going to st- still see two worlds emerge like you're going to see a world where you've got this like a, a world that's really like like dialed into the to the you know really dialed into the matrix in terms of like tracking where everywhere you go like kind of you know you you you're you're on a uh, conveyor belt of pharmaceuticals going down your pipe (laughs) 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 going down your pipe going in your mouth (laughs) and um and then you're going to have this other world where people are kind of finding more harmony and living in nature you know growing their own foods being at one with the land um so you know these are this is why this is an important podcast because like you know i feel like if you do want to live a certain way, you need to start asking yourself these questions, you know, like you need to start already cultivating these like responses inside of your soul and start like working on these emotions, you know, like, cause, cause I, I feel like there, it, it seems like there is a time coming where we are going to be, we are going to be faced with this, you know, if we haven't already been faced with it now in our own lives, it could just be even like moving it from a house into a van. It could just be like you choosing the opportunity instead of buying a car to start growing foods, you know, like uh, having an allotment. Yeah. So what we are already being faced with these emotions on on many subtle levels. It's just kind of we're being like this. To, to, obviously, to use where in your ear, you're listening, you're watching the podcast. We're just kind of being uh, a canvas where we're expressing it all. You know, like everything yeah. that's tried trying our best to express it all. Anyway, and it feels like we're like we're just kind of venting it out, just venting out the process of like you know the 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 thought stream that we kind of went through yeah. and I think that might be helpful to people as well to kind of see that okay they didn't have it all figured out they've had yeah. to make like they had to make decisions at certain moments and stuff and it you know the path doesn't look the same for everybody and what might work for somebody what might make for us might not work for somebody else somebody might just might be happy with their allotment and you know working working in a matrix job and that's like that's absolutely fine it doesn't have to look one way but I think it, the important thing is to just be honest and just communicate what your needs are and what your limits are and, and etc yeah yeah definitely and, and in a way as well like because we we've been like holding on this for such, such a long time 
So in a way, we're kind of like we've been waiting to release this out there because sometimes when we do these podcasts, what it does is it kind of, you know, it releases. We've learned so much and we've been kind of like holding a lot of that in our, inside of ourselves. Well, I definitely have to be able to kind of share this so that you can so can kind of go out there into the world, like lay its tentacles and do whatever it needs to do, you know, like plant the seeds or whatever, whatever it needs to do in your life. But now it, like, it creates by us speaking about it too, now creates space within inside of us metaphysically so that we can start working on the next manifestation, you know, like and, and leave room with inside of ourselves to create something like, you know, amazing, which we which we know that we're going to do, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think, is there any more that needs to be said on that? No, I think we've kind of... Is there of anything that, you, that maybe you've not a script or something? Because there's, there's definitely, we're going to, after this, which this is an interesting thing when you do a podcast, you like speak about something and it's like, oh, I wish I said that. Like, I, I, I was meant to say this or something. No, I kind of just, I think I've said everything that I wanted to say. Yeah. Just that I am, um, I've, like I really enjoyed my time at Pineal and we've got nothing but love for them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um. So, the because I wanted to speak, I think it's obviously important to like as we said, we you know we've been making space for the next p- part of our journey. So what what is it about kind of like so obviously this after we went after we came from Pineal, what happened was was um you know we decided we we had we left a bit of room to like kind of reminisce and like feeling the energy of what was going on and what we really wanted to give space for things to to, uh, to kind of grow in our minds and it was also kind of is interesting because along the way as well it was like times where we were like oh we're not joining and then it was like well we are joining and the next morning we woke up and went oh i'm not joining are you and then, <laughs> and then the next morning it was like oh i'm joining <laughs> and like i was secretly terrified that like if I, if I was at a time where i felt like i was joining and hit like i was terrified that dan wouldn't want to join and on my face i was like it was such a mind fuck at the time it was it was a really intense period of kind of working out and having serious conversations about what where we see our lives going what like re, like where we want to take our relationship and yeah, it was intense. Yeah, it was funny because there was a point as well where, like, I like everything about them, but I'm not wearing a robe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, the robes are a little bit triggered. <laughs> it was funny because, like, when um when uh, our families were kind of, like, analysing, like, our families were kind of, obviously, from the love of the hearts, you know, like, they were, like, kind of curious what we're up to and stuff. And when we were, like, posting where we were and stuff, they were kind of looking at, that, at Pineal's community. And I was, I was so funny, some of the responses that we're getting from our parents, like, oh, they're a cult, look at what they're wearing. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. They're going to burn you at the stake. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of, uh, a lot of, like, one of the programming I had to work through was, like, well, I'm not bothered about joining a cult. I'm just worried that people think that I've joined a cult kind of thing. And, like, worrying what, people, what other people are going to think about is, oh, and stuff like that so that was something that i had to work through quite yeah. a lot but um yeah it was it was kind of it was funny to see how they react we kind of expected it to be honest but yeah yeah it was a beautiful experience you know and like and also as well like thank them for actually opening up the space because they don't open up the space to everyone you know and like opening up the space they, they felt uh, something from us just like we did from them and they opened up the space for us to enter into their energy because it is an energy you know it's their community they've cultivated a really powerful energy mm-hmm. And um, to allow us to enter, enter that space, you know, regardless, with no expectation either, you know, like just allowing us to see what they were up to. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's we're not burning the bridges with them, you know, like it's something that we can see in the future. Like, I'm not even going to go into this yet, but like, and I haven't even discussed this with Pioneer as well, but 
<laughs> it's the way my energy works and I know it's one of my gifts why I am here but I have a lot of really interesting and sometimes crazy ideas but some big ideas and I have got some ideas that I can feel inside that that are going to be going to create a connection with them you know in the future and like I've got some I can feel ideas coming up inside of us that I haven't even tapped into yet you know and I just need to get us in the right position to be able to explore them and that's what we're going to be doing in the future but mm-hmm. so anyway we left Pioneer and then we kind of like moved on to central Portugal to meet up with our friends and that's where we kind of like start talking about all the different sort of stuff um but what we obviously you know like the a lot had went on in this period and this was only like all this went on in pr- probably a period of one month you know yeah, like was, so much was, was going intense. on like it was it was crazy and at the same time you've got to remember as well like when we were like going through all this stuff like you know we were spending days where we we're just like sitting in bed like curled up in a ball you know like just holding ourselves like crying like releasing like feeling stuff out like i was drained like were you drained because i I was Mm. completely drained me yeah it was it was emotionally draining because it was just like because we wanted it so and want this so much yeah and then like when we got there i was like oh well this is a bit this is a bit of a jump from what we're used to am i am i really ready for this and so it was a lot like our energies were getting pulled up and down like being going in the community then out the community like spending time in the van talking about stuff and thinking we're going to go for it then going back in and be like oh i don't know so it was it was it did take a lot out of us but when we left we did we took some time to kind of sit with with them um, dan and jamie who were who were already in the process of like getting their own bit of land and just having them to kind of talk things through and vent things out with was really helpful and like because of them we kind of made the decision to to kind of go look for our own piece of land yeah and that happened very quickly as well yeah so the manifestation just like within a period of month we obviously been going through all this all this and then from going from that we ended up finding a piece of land that we liked you know and it's and it's um you know it's one of them things in life because you know we all know that when you when you wake up in the morning you know you have the the opportunity to change your destiny and there's always a kind of like that there's always kind of the 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 thing that i don't know about where it's kind of like if i choose this door was i always going to choose this door you know like what door was i going to choose but i was kind of like really i was every single day i was remember i was just sitting with myself all the time and i was really trying to to just i was speaking to god and just asking him to show us my highest timeline you know like what is the highest timeline you know we pulled so many tarot cards sometimes we're pulling tarot cards and we were disagreeing with the tarot cards you know like no 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 (laughs) but at times like we were trying to just like we were trying to remove everything out our out our all the programming we're trying to remove out all the emotions all the traumas and remove everything and clear the way with inside of ourselves to make the the best opportunity the best decision that we could for our highest path mm-hmm. and our highest timeline you know which is ultimately us finding our way back to 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 god you know and our yeah. soul's condition and i know you can do that many different ways but that's what we were trying to do and obviously you know like we've we've not closed the door or anything so things can change again you know and we might not even be on the land we might be a pioneer you know like we could be in another community you know we could be we could be stuck in the UK working a nine to five job, you know, like who 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 knows, you know, what's gonna happen. But all we're doing is is just honouring every single day of what turns up in our lives and kind of fully kind of face that with, with a higher mind, you know, mm-hmm. and, and and have an openness openness to learn and grow and heal. And that's all we're doing. Um I was gonna say again. But yeah, so we kind of everything was happening so fast. So then we kind of we started like steeping our mind to, to to explore another alternative you know we started like researching 
like legislation on land like dan and jamie helped us with so much of that because they've done a lot of the groundwork in terms of like the legal stuff of what you need to do to kind of like transition you know away from the matrix but do it in a way where you're creating kind of like a and an, like a more softer bridge so we were kind of like looking into the legalities of doing it like can we do it we're like you know we're analyzing everything like what do we need to do like how our finances like um emotionally like can we do this if we buy ourselves like what do what equipment do we need what tools do we need like mm-hmm. um like we need to find out like obviously we want to still be doing what we're doing now like we want to still be helping people so we wanted like an internet connection like we needed a water source like how far away from a supermarket because there's going to be a crossover there's going to be a bridge um jesus like the, yeah there was a lot was just as like I'm a man of many lists. <laughs> I have more lists than Santa Claus, trust us. And um, my, like, Laura always takes a make out of us for having all my lists. Yeah, you love but the lists, lists are efficient and they do the, and they really do the work. Um, when you write things down, they really become reality, I find, and manifest into the 3D. Um, and trust us, we've got many lists. <laughs> you love a list, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, I don't really have a lot to say about it. It's just that it's, it's, um, gonna it's been a lot of research and it's still continuing to be a lot of research yeah. but you know we've, we've found it didn't take us long to find that bit of land um we'd saw two maybe two, th- maybe about three four bits of bits of land that we weren't keen on at all mm. and then we've seen this one online that we just kind of knew that we would like and resonate with and then yeah well, as soon as we got there you were like i'm putting an offer in <laughs> and then it was it's, it was a long process because in portugal um when you if an offer gets accepted for a piece of land, um, it's not yours yet because the neighbors the neighbors then get an opportunity to kind of purchase that land at the same price that you've bought it at. So it was like a long nerve wracking wait. Um, while we'll kind of wait to see if the neighbors wanted to buy it, but unfortunately, fortunately, they didn't want to. So we ended up with the bid, and we all had, we had this all happened in a very fast period of time because we had to we had to leave Portugal because of our our um, visa ran out. Our visa was running out, and then it was like a couple of days after we got back that the land officially became ours. So, yeah. my landowners. Yeah, but um, so it's interesting because, like I said before, about kind of like honoring, honoring the journey and, and opening up to like to to the manifestation to like paving the way for the manifestation manifestation to turn up. But when we were kind of like looking into land, what happened was was um. You've been close to me, face. <laughs> I, was, I, was putting, I was putting, putting, putting us off a bit. There. I could feel you like so feel, close. Feel <laughs> I could feel your breath. <laughs> I could feel not your breath. Like I could feel like the warmth of like you of your mouth. I can't. It was off. It was in this little confined space. Yeah, no, it, was, it, was off, it was off putting us. <laughs> <laughs> See, the thing is, we haven't bought. If we didn't buy the land. I could have. We could have bought another two microphones. <laughs> but now we've got no more money. Now we're skinned. Yeah, <laughs> we're skinned, but we've got real value now. You know. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> we've got no money, but we've got real value. Hell yeah. <laughs> land's real value. That's the interesting thing. Like you know, like you know, land's gonna keep doubling. It's gonna be tripling in price. You know, like that's the. But it. But regardless, if someone said to me now, I'll give you a million pound for that for that piece of land. I wouldn't take 10. Yeah. I wouldn't take a billion, you know. Don't I'm, buy land in the metaverse. Buy land in the real... Verse. In the real verse. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, what happened was, was because um, it was interesting because I already knew, I already already knew, like, I had the feeling once we'd like done the research online and we'd seen the plot of land, uh, we had like a viewing for another pe- pe- couple of pieces of land. And that was a hilarious story as well, by the way. Like the guy was telling us like... um 
like because so many people just want to try and sell you anything you know they want to sell you that they'll sell you their own nan you know what i mean they'll just lie about anything and obviously we've done a bit of research about like you know like what what type of soil was fertile to grow foods and like things that you needed to like understand meet the legal requirements yeah. like how your boundaries and like um the construction that needed to be on the land yeah, the construction like that. that needed to be on the land to meet the certain requirements and on and on and on and on and on and on but like just being completely like especially being an empathic and being able to read people really well like it was really funny because like we're kind of like this guy is like blatantly lying to us and we're just like not even just from a physical level we know he's lying but from a metaphysical level we're feeling him yeah. too and we felt everything else around him too as well yeah <laughs> all, the, all the things that were operating through him but um but you know like he's 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 he has his own reasons to why he was people he was trying to do certain sell sell off certain things yeah, it was just like it was it was so ridiculous as well it was like this land was like it was a, like a pine forest yeah. and he, he looked down the soil was yellow because it was so acidic yeah. and he's just like scraping the soil back he's like nice fertile soil to grow yeah. grow crops and like he, it just doesn't take anyone it doesn't take a genius it doesn't to know take that a that, scientist to understand that it's going to take a long time to, to make that land fertile yeah you can do it but it's going to take a it's going to take a it's not going to be a, a smooth transition put it that way yeah and when like he was like oh you you can just put any house up you can do whatever you want and we know our friends um Nick and Sam had this same issue as well with like people kind of telling them they could just do whatever they wanted and getting conflicting information but when we told the estate agent that like you know we'd, we've been in touch with a solicitor and we know what kind of what requirements we need to meet it was just like oh lawyers they just cause problems don't don't bother with the lawyers yeah. I'm like well, yeah well they cause problems for you but not not so much for us we yeah. need them yeah definitely but uh, yeah he was a character yeah so it was interesting like because um when um we'd already seen the like this kind of this land that we were pulled towards that we wanted and what was funny was um to me like what because we went to visit the i even said to you remember i said i don't even want to go and see these pieces of land because i know which i know which one is the one you know yeah and a lot of people take a lot of time to kind of to find the pieces of land that they want you know but for us it just i felt it you know and as soon as i stepped on it i just was like yeah this is it this is the one you just know when you know you know you know it's like it's like anything in life you know them decisions that you make in life you just know yeah um and it was like a you know for me it was kind of like a, a an easier it, well, i wouldn't say i wouldn't say the word easier but like it was kind of like uh, the feeling from like seeing it and standing on it and feeling the energy of it like it just felt like i'd been here before like it felt like it was meant to be and it was interesting because um when I was at Pioneer, Pioneer's got like this kind of outdoor seating area where like kind of like you look out on the veranda. And um, I had a dream years ago about like being off grid and sitting with like our close friends and family and stuff and looking out across the view of the mountains and what's in and, and into the forest. And what's interesting is like Pioneer has that very similar thing. And I when I went to Pioneer, I said like I went, I've had a dream about this place here. And um when I just thought, oh, it was just a dream of Pioneer, you know, and it was the, the universe was leading us to the place I need to be. But then when we found the land and we opened up the back door, it was actually the land, yeah. which is crazy, you know. So it wasn't it wasn't Pioneer's veranda. It was actually our veranda that we're going to create, which we know we're going to create. Yeah. So, which is, that's that that was freaky to me. It was actually there. So, you know, so sometimes like you just, we just don't know what kind of, you know, what the universe is presenting ourselves to us, you know. Like I always ask myself the question, like, is the path for our lives already kind of, is it already here you know like is it already happening like we all people always speak about how there's always like simultaneous like um dimensions and like realities going on at all times all around us 
and it's like were we always going to choose this path like you know were we uh, like you know there was this path always going to be the path we're going to choose because I, I was actually mm-hmm. questioning myself that when I was going through these decisions I was thinking like am I always going to choose this path you know yeah that was on my mind at the moment like at the time when we were deciding whether to go to Pineal or get the land it was just like this is a, a moment that marks our life forever and it was just it was so intense the the decision making it, it did take its toll on, on us yeah. but I always bear that in mind like whenever we're making a big decision it's like this is going to change the course of our lives and it's just it's mad to think about things in that respect well it does as well and especially like also as well what we understand about like the law of attraction and also what we understand about like in life working towards your highest timeline or working to your to your greatest soul condition or working towards love it's like you know you want to make sure that you, you're not bypassing something you know you're not spiritually just bypassing something that's challenging you know you're not just spiritually bypassing like anything really you know you want to just make sure that you kind of like you completely are working to a place that's fully making a decision from your own emotional state because all for our life you know we're like if we're not like pharmaceutical up or you're not eating crap foods or you're not abuse abusing something an element in your life whether it's alcohol or an addiction whatever it is and you're kind of numb to 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 your true senses in your body it's hard to make decisions in life and it's like i'm even though like I'm from speaking from my own self, even though that I'm in my life, I'm really on the path to healing myself. I'm still aware that there's still things in me that I can't see, you know, there's still things in me that are operating that aren't operating from my highest timeline, like from my best interest, you know, I'm not operating from my highest soul. So I'm always trying to like get to the core of what what it is that that's blocking us from something. Mm-hmm. So we have to always be aware of that, like, and that, and that was a a big thing that I was thinking like what's what what can I what am I numb to you know what can I not see you know yeah that's always what am I naive about you know like yeah. what, da, da, da. it's always like what, what are you completely blind to Mad. so what was the what was the reason for you choosing the land like what was it about the this piece of land like what was in terms of the transition so briefly for me it was like you know it was kind of I felt like it was more of like a subtle transition from matrix mm-hmm. from the matrix into something yeah that was like what we basically wanted you know yeah kind of cut it because the decision like if because at the time like our visa was running out at Piney like we've mentioned um it was either like stay in Portugal and stay with Pineal illegally or go back to I, I think it was kind of like go back to live in the matrix or, or live with Pineal illegally and it was like it was a lot to take in, so I think why we kind of chose the the land was just it it made that transition a lot easier, and it was it wasn't so harsh that we're kind of thrust into a community environment that that was kind of intense for us. So it can kind of make this transition to live in more sustainably and, and holistically, but in a way that kind of suits our energies where the, where they're at in the at the moment. Yeah, and take the steps in a way that's kind of like that can we can bridge them part them emotions and then parts of ourselves that have come up try to bridge them in a more kind of manage like not manageable way but kind of soothe them to some degree you know not, not just kind of make a rash decision but it's interesting because like there's there's also like looking back at joining the community as well as i like, kind of there's things in the community that would have took a lot of stresses off us you know like mm-hmm. financially would have like as a community when you're in a large group of community you can help one another you have all the skills and stuff but there's also kind of like a part of me that wants the struggle to some degree you know like we could have went into pioneer and had all our food sorted you know and had like basically a framework set up where we wouldn't really have to do much you know of course we're going to add our own energies to that but i've got a lot of energy <laughs> just as and um and actually one of the things that like Pineal said as well is that like um a lot of people who come into the community 
like they struggle to adopt to not doing much in our lives because in, in the western life you're doing so much you know yeah. like when you live off grid like of course you're doing a lot of stuff because you've got a lot to maintain and keep up but it's like a different type of energy it's not depleting you know it's like something that as a collective you're working towards you know like you're really feeding your soul not just feeding your pocket you know mm-hmm. and um but from an energetic level, you know, that can people can transition over to that and they can't do it, you know. People want stimulation all the time, you know. People want to have a McDonald's. People want to have a Burger King where they can eat shit foods. But there has to be kind of a, a give and pull to, to, to who you are as a person, you know. You have to kind of surrender certain parts of yourself to gain more kind of different pleasures, you know. Like, it's the same thing when, you like, when people don't understand this, when, like, people think like well would I ch- what would i choose an apple or a mcdonald's and it's like well of course i'll choose the mcdonald's it tastes better well if i had a mcdonald's it would taste better than the it would taste better than the apple of course it does but that's immediate pleasures you know like long-term pleasures is that they don't realize that for me eating the apple how good i feel the full day how good i feel for the next five weeks and how how much my mind's changing and how new senses are coming to activating so there's kind of like in our lives sometimes we have to start looking at the bigger picture it's not just like because as a humanity i feel like we've got this one-dimensional approach where we're kind of got the blinkers on we're looking down where we're only seeing what's in front of us we're not looking at the bigger picture of like how can we cultivate something that's long lasting that's most real sustainability because in in terms of like the world now you, you see like um you know all the propaganda of like there's like all these different campaigns around the world like um oh you know like let's get away from fossil fuels let's like start changing our wrappers and stuff like this and like uh, let's get air to what's it called um reusable this reusable Mm -hmm. that but it's like it's still one dimensional like you know like we all know the problem like the problem is like you know you can become a vegan you can start doing all these different things in your life but when you really analyze it down to the to the deepest question you start realizing that it's it's you know it's it's the way we're living you know it's like the it's the collective essence of babylon you know like of how we're operating there's that's the real problem it's commercialism you know it's like it's um like you put it always better than me but you know what you understand what i mean yeah what came in my head before when you were speaking about like how sort of immediate pleasures kind of have more long lasting um negative effects on you it reminded me of that episode of rick and morty where the devil the devil opens up a shop and he, he sells something like you get something for free or you get a pair of sneakers that will make you run for hours but then you can't stop running or something and or or um the school teacher got like a he, he got something that made him irresistible to women but he was impotent he couldn't actually get hard so it's like it's a it's that respect is like this system this system is, is great it's selling you short-term pleasures but it does it impacts you negatively in the long run yeah without really analyzing the two like Without yeah yeah, definitely without analysing it. And it's like, it's it's just having to keep on top of yourself in that respect because it's like this... We're all not perfect. Yeah. It's like, and, and it's just realising that the only thing you're a slave to is your own addictions. And that's that's it. And once you kind of realise that, it becomes harder and harder to complain about um, the system or the government and stuff. It's just like, it's just like taking, taking sort of 100% responsibility and accountability for your own actions and your own self. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Should we leave it there? Yeah. Let's leave it there. There's probably 50,000 more things that we'll, we could talk about and touch on. We're, like, this is me and Laura literally speaking raw, you know. We're just bouncing off each other and seeing what comes up. It's been such a long time since we even, like, thought about talking about this. Mm-hmm. So there's probably stuff that we forgot. There's stuff that we'll talk about later on down the line. We also want to, like, kind of speak about 
our emotions driving forward in terms of being in the matrix now and like what we're doing we also want to speak about plans that we have and like what things we're learning to put in place so there's there's a shit ton to talk about that's for sure yeah there's a lot of introspection being back in in the system for sure but it's it's, it's ex- been it's, it's interesting it's been interesting and it'll it makes for good uh, podcast conversations yeah, definitely anyway. does. interesting <laughs> funny stories for sure yeah. um so just what wrap before we wrap this up we just wanted to mention again about the mastermind group that we're the mastermind group will be launching uh, in the near future and um once like i said before once the doors close there's going to be no more opportunities to join that group for for that time period because we're going to only open it up as i said before at the right time for the at the right for the right energies and also um at the right time so if you're interested in that, please check out the link in the description. We'd love to see you in there. There's already some beautiful souls who have already signed up and joined. And we're going to have an awesome little community where each week, twice a week, we can get together. Twice also, a month. Twice a month, sorry. We'll also have a WhatsApp group. And we're going to be able to, you know, as a community dynamic, um, share share interesting things that we're coming across, share resources. We're also going to in- be doing this thing where we're feeling like... Um, where what we're going to do is, is like sometimes um we're going to kind of like go away and kind of watch it watch something that say for example like me and laura are watching so many different coming across new pieces of information especially when it comes to um spirituality spiritual attacks whatever it may be and we don't even get time to talk about it you know so when we're working on it wrong in the moment on that week we can kind of share that video with the group they can go away and watch it and they can add their opinion to it you know like what do you what do you think about it because we don't know everything you know we're still working on it mm-hmm. so together we can get together as a group of people create a safe container and dive deep you know and be open to truth yeah bang looking forward to it <laughs> boom so, yeah so anyway we'll leave it there um have a good one wherever you are in the world and um i hope you like this um big love big love peace
am free, we are free Welcome to Pineal where we live in harmony Love is in the message, it is here to set you free Hear the truth, live in proof, the Pinheiro family My energy is risen, it's feeling like I've been christened Release, let it go, sovereign peace in your decision A kingdom is the mission, it's an opportunity So bring your abilities, handing back to sovereign peace We got this, they can't stop this